0: 18 plus.
2: Welcome to Starfleet Universe On Call. I am Paul Franz, owner of Franz Games. I'm an SLB online, Bedcom online, and Starfleet Warlord. Just to remind you how to join us we have a podcast every Thursday night starting at 9.30pm Eastern Time, you can either call on the phone, stop 605-562-0444, just follow the directions, the call ID is 17702, or you can participate on the web just go to the TalkShoe website at www.talkshoe.com and search for call ID 17702 or SFU on call or start the universe on call, whatever you want, and you will find us there. Now, if you want the best online experience, you want to go to twitch.tv, yes, twitch.tv slash on call, and you will find us there. You will join the chat room and join the other people that are there and have a wonderful time it's always good to see so many people in the chat room now of course this lovely talk cast gets turned to a podcast available itunes and various other feeds around the net some quick news from a to b this week um steve Patrick is still working on the orion master starship book um last week they they released you know the module. An updated version of module R6, just a reminder. I I know I this this repeat from last week, but I figure I it was important, so I repeat it this week. And this week in found in the online store was for the glory of the empire. It's 1495. This is these this is a book that contains stories that and there are coming scenarios that were previously published in different uh, captain's logs. There are five of them right here, which is for the good of the empire. In this story of what happens, the a, a Klingon military intelligence hires an Orion pirate ship to carry its agent into enemy territory. But can the pirates can be trusted? Then the other one is, another one is the Threads of War. It tells the story of a Kurgan who steps into the middle of a political f- while in pursuit of an Orion pirate ship. Another one is Flotilla Commander explores the adventures of a gunboat commander out on the Klingon Zindi lines. Another one is A Plague on Their Houses is a story of what happens when a disgruntled crewman takes revenge upon its Klingon overlords. And last and certainly not least, which is Fight fire with fire. This is a story of vengeance. This time it is the Tholians too must pay. Moving on, moving forward, this a reminder that there should still be a 15% discount on new and enhanced fine-detailed plastics. The clear ultra offers a remarkable combination of durability and flexibility, while gray provides a solid base for showcasing intricate details to take advantage of exclusive 50 percent discount apply the code f d p 15 at checkout for purchases of five dollars or more moving on and forward of course we have the slb online tournament the sapphire 15 tournament mm. round two is halfway complete We got two of the four games are now completed. Uh, Both Jeff Clark and Peter Bakia both have made it to the semifinals rounds. So we have two people already there. Unfortunately, they can't fight each other for for the finals. They're on two different sides of the bracket. So we have to wait, unfortunately. Moving on forward, the library, um, there's no progress there either. No updates from Frank. Um, I actually I do have some updates from Frank, which I have to sit down and actually go through and um, update. And also I have to go through the um, the general ships and clean them up, fix them up, and so forth. Um, I got to see where I, like, that lies in my orders of, of priorities of things that I need to accomplish with SAP online. And then comes the FedCom online. I'm oh, sorry, FedCom libraries. Um, there's no been no updates there, and with that, that is the news for this week. And it's me, so the only Paul friends, welcoming you, to Star of the Universe on call. And tonight, we've got Doug. Say hi, Doug.
0: Hello.
2: And we have
0: we have Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Good evening,
2: everyone. <laughs> And me, I'm going at the moment, bring up that and hope that. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm having having a little technical difficulties here. Not sure why at the moment.
1: Nope. Ah, there it is.
0: Okay.
2: Cool. There. There. I've got things set up. It was just. uh, Oh, whoa. Whoa. Let's not do this. Okay. I got complete completely mute my iPad and so I can see it, the Twitch chat and also I can see what I'm actually broadcasting <laughs> what I'm, and what I'm recording, what it, what it looks like and so forth. Usually it's delayed by a few seconds, which is fine. Always, I still remember doing that, um, the one, uh, or, Origins. Where I was doing I was recording things for the podcast. You know, and which was great because of um what was what was it called? Basically A D B would have a get together, where they'd answer they they say, these are new products that coming along. out. The sing along, yes, that's it. Though no one that's done it, did any singing, which is a good thing. Especially Steve Cole. I don't think Steve I Cole was could really sings.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I think we should have sang at the sing along okay
2: no that's just me no i understood <laughs> but yeah i was recording at the one time and actually i was also monitoring what was being recorded because i wanted to make sure that that, that the recording <laughs> was good that the that, that, that the um, levels were good especially when other people t- talked and so forth and because the monitor actually they de- the monitor actually delayed itself by a few seconds so it was really weird when I would talk and then I'd hear myself talk like a few seconds later.
0: And that's generally how that setup works.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. I, I, I would never change it for the world. But it, just, it was just weird when, when I had to do that. And I, I got used to it. You know, I got used to the whole idea of hearing myself talk, you know, on a delayed loop. And that's, And also anyone else, the same thing. What happened with they was going through through the microphone. That they would, I'd hear there they say it, and then I'd, I'd hear it in, in my in my ears a second time, just a few seconds later. But it, it it gave me a good idea of of fine levels and so forth. So it worked it worked out nicely. It just it, it was one of those weird things. But anyway, talking about origins. Okay. Um, well, well the topic for tonight actually is going to B is going to be tournament ship tactics. We might stick to one or we might actually visit a a few of the matchups. What inspired me this was I was was looking at the Sapphire Star 15 tournament and I was looking at it. Let me bring this up. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to bring that up so hopefully other people can see what I'm doing. Which is, if you see here, on for those of you on the video, you can see that, okay, currently, okay, Peter Bakia, who's in the Gorn, he has made it to the semifinal round. But his opponent, which is also right now on round two, Mad Jack is in the Gorn, and Madman is in the Neotholian. Which... Either one is going to make a very, in my mind, it's going to be a very interesting match up for the semi final round for for Pekia. And That is either we're going to have a Gorn civil war, which in my mind sucks because you have exactly the same yeah. plasma ships, and it's going to, that's going, when it comes to civil wars. It all depends. It's going to completely define um each person the way each person plays is going to define the tactics the other person plays it's it's going to be weird the question the question with plasma versus plasma is it going to be a big long plasma ballet or is it going to be a quick shoot and kill um i.e. doing bolting of of the of the plasmas at least in my mind. There's there's more we can we can discuss about that a little bit later, but I just want that's a quick analysis of that. Um but but again, the other possibility is that madman who's in the Neo who's facing a Gorn, is gonna have to go on to the semi final rounds and what? Face another Gorn. Uh, to me I I, I have I,
0: noticed that there were a number of Gorns in the tournament this time around.
2: Yeah. We had what? Okay, we had one, two, three. Yeah, three, three Gorns. We had um, one Orion, one one uh, Wibis, one Orion, one Wax, one Hydron, and oh, sorry, there's two Wax, two Waxes, two different packages, um, but two of them. And yeah, actually, there's two hydrants. The actually, there was two hydrants and one Iic one Archaeotholian and one Neotholian, and two Klingons. So, interesting breakdown. Um, yeah. Of course, um, oh, that could, that definitely could, <laughs> we could have a repeat. Because um, I'm looking at this because of, we have, we have, for round two, we have a very, very, very classic battle Klingon versus Zinni. And we've got Bill Scheller, a multi rated ace, multi gold hat winner, I think. I think he's at least won one gold hat, if not, and he did that in the Fed. Um, I forgot he had another gold hat or not. And we have David Zimbras. Zimbars? Zimbars. Yeah, Zimbars. Who's in the Zinni? Another very experienced player who's played the Zinni for years. So much so that we went, when um, Barry and I went up to um, Schenectady, New York for their tournament. Um, and then uh, it's like five years ago or more at this point. I know it was before the pandemic. When we went up there, David Zimbars had a clinic on tactics. They, he, and he was showing, you know, discussing mainly the Zinni. Because the good thing about the Zinni, in my mind, is the Zinni is very, um, my God, I was going to say flexible, but that's not the, the, the right word I want to really use. It's not really flexible, it's more of it's tough. Um it can, it can get, it's, you know, got a number of, like quite a bit of hull and, you know, both, both sorry, rear and, and forward hull. Obviously a lot more rear hull than forward hull because it's the way it's designed. Um, and it has, you know, has the four drones. It has four Phaser 1s. Now, obviously, because of the way this thing's made, it's got a lot of Phaser 3s. So, it's meant for close in fighting. But of course, then you have the drones, which are also good designed for far away fighting, or to the very least, which I've always said, which is drones are basically mobile terrain. The, the idea is you get enough drones on the board. And because also the Zinni, remember the Zinni has double control rating. So, the Zinni has double control rating, which means it can have. 12 drones on the board at one time now obviously you would want to avoid that at most cost because of if you put that many drones on the board at the same time and what dollars to donuts the the player is going to stop or very slow down the speed four and wild weasel all those drones you know and that's and that's three that's half your drones right there. Actually, more than half, if you have any of your um, type um, four drones in there, because right. of, because of type four drones are two space drones, For, and you only get six spaces. You have four six space racks. So, um yeah. and and of course, again, it's a classic battle because you got the Klingon who's only got two drone racks, but he's got an ad rack. And what he's going to use rack for is is most probably going to be pinging on on those drones. He's got a decent amount of defensive slash offensive fire because remember the um, the Phaser twos can be used defensively, but also they could be used offensively. Not as you know. Come on, hold on for a moment. Okay, Kitty, before you do something crazy. Um. Um, it, so you can use it, but because there are waste phasers when it comes to the Klingons, the Klingon is most probably going to be either using it for defensive fire or opportunity fire for offensive fire. And if you use it for defensive fire, I might just use it as a phaser three Just to save the, the power because uh-huh. of phaser two takes a whole point and actually that means the capacitor can hold a full point of power in it but if you're just using it as a phaser three you know it's it definitely helps in that regard in keeping your phasers um more 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 charged than normal you know versus the phaser two which
0: always a always a challenge keeping that phaser capacitor charged Never yep. seems to be
2: enough phaser capacitor. I think that's true for any ship. Overall,
0: yep.
2: You know, though, obviously the, yep. the the thing with the the Gorn of Cobb obviously, is that it's the the arcs for the phasers lends itself to you know not firing every single phaser that you've got. You know.
1: But, well, they don't yeah, really the, focus the, everything in one spot. What was it? Uh, the Klingon what? has a nice straight mm-hmm. down the back shot. Too, oh, yeah. To use the old Klingon
0: outside. phaser
1: hose.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed. So that, I, I agree. That's one of the things you have to keep an eye out for with, with the Klingon is, is chasing him. He can definitely give you the, the phaser hose. But, you know, and the the Cindy the the klingon the gorn the tholion the standard tactics define that when it comes to p- power allocation most of the time what's the what's the first weapon to recharge you recharge the phasers now the gorn has an issue with, with that of course which is they have they have to reload their um plasmas. Even if they don't want to, yeah. they, they kinda have to because they're probably gonna need those plasmas in another two turns. You know and they
0: don't have the battery capacity to roll and delay both S torps and arm them mid turn as S torps.
2: Right. That is true. That is true. You, you can you can do that for one, but not for two.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, is that if you through EA allocate enough power to finish arming an, an S torp, uh, you can't hold the thing. You gotta you gotta use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those interesting things where you see you, you generally see uh, most of the people that in the current tree when they're playing the, the Gorns for what you'll commonly see as an Enveloper pop out. And they'll never they'll they'll never go for a full Plasma Alpha, mainly because they don't have the power for it.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Now, that's actually one of the, the tournament um, matchup that I really wanted to talk about. Which was the Gorn versus the Neotholian? Because, it, mm. Are you moaning, Doug? I think. Oh,
1: sorry. Oh
2: okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's actually a very interesting fight because of the sheer capacity for like slowing down all the all the uh, plasma.
0: Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. Web, web is one of the few things that actually will interact with Plasma.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, it will. And uh, yeah, he's got those, if I recall correctly, doesn't the Neotholia and the Archaeotholia both have like a, a snare on there? In addition to the Web casters?
2: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the case of the Archaeotholia, he's got two snares. The Neotholia has the one. But it, it, it can go right or right or left
0: right the, yeah the the, the, uh, the neotholium has the broadside snare arcs
1: mm-hmm. yeah so he's got his own like mobile terrain well not really mobile terrain but terrain he can make that flows around the mobile terrain of <laughs> the uh, oh. yeah I don't know Sorry, I just been having this cough killing me for the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Won't go away. But uh, I'm covering my mic when it when it hits. Okay, hopefully that works.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, because to me the also, but, uh, well, the obvious one is going to be the, the main webcaster in the in the Neotholian. And because uh, it's, 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 a, it's really interesting. In my mind, because of you've got the, the, the main, okay, the, there's two ways the Tholian can play it out. And it's probably, I would think it's going to be one than the other. But that's my my personal opinion. I've never actually tried playing this matchup. And to me, the the, the way the, the Neotholian uses the webcaster is going to be based on the Gorn. Because the Gorn launches the plasmids early, which it probably will. Use the use the, the webcaster to block block that and force the Gorn to come in closer, or to very least get it so that you know you can you can run basically get close to the Gorn, you know, with the Gorn being on the other side of the um, the web. At least hope hope they he accommodates this because the problem is the question is if you put up the, the, the web what happens then does does the Gorn then just you know do the whole cooperate well you know launch the plasma and then run away
0: right is like the Gorn's going to stand and fight is he going to cooperate in this destruction or is he going to not let the web uh, interfere because that's, you
1: know, well, it's well. It's the, the other side is how are you going to use your web? Right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's actually really good for like running back through. And you go in and you make a battle pass, and you turn away because you can play a ranged game with mm-hmm. Bolian. Yep. Because you've got what four disruptors, and you know four disruptors, a handful of phaser threes. You can. In there and nibble a shield down, turn away, throw your uh, throw your uh, webcaster up, and run right through the web. And yep. any plasmas coming after you're going to get caught in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Agreed. But and if you throw it at them as you're going in, he could just you, you can give him enough time that he can just run around it. Yep. Yeah. You know, it all depends on the direction. But, or you could run into like, it and not care yeah, because yeah. it's only temporary terrain. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. But it's
1: temporary terrain that if you turn around and you run back through a nice, you know, decent strength single bit of web, you could literally force his plasma to go into it, and and it loses five or six movement, you know, depending <laughs> on how long it's in there.
2: Right. And, and again, uh, it depends on if you use the webcaster or the web snare. If you use the web snare, you can have it so it's two two hexes of five or one hex of ten. Um, and that's obviously because it's right and left makes it challenging to, to get it so that it is. So the, so the plasma will, will actually enter in one of those hack one or two of those one the one hex or the one of the two hexes um in my mind the way i i would see it played is that you use the webcaster to get get like the, the first initial plasma wave and get that stuck in that 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 main web and have it so that the gorn either has to turn away or come close to the web in which case you can fire um your phasers at him as you're running because you can, you can cl- run close to the web. Now, obviously, if the corn wants to or it, it sees it advantageous, he might actually run directly into the web himself and then, and then fire on the tholian. But and the, the tholian has to be very cognizant of that because if he wants to do that, you, the, the best way to to avoid that is drive into the web yourself. You know, have it so that when he's coming towards the web, you're going towards the web, too, and so that um, if you're really lucky, um, have it so that he's stuck in the web at the same time you're in the web, in which case he can't fire at you.
0: Ship stuck in web can fire oh, yeah. out
1: of it.
2: But they can't oh, yeah. Fire through but yeah, it. but he can't
1: fire right through it. And instead, oh, yeah. it no, do what he what he means is you you put an extra hex between you two right. so he can't fire through the right. hex at you right. right i know what you're saying so yeah there, there's all sorts of little tactics like that that can be done
2: yep <laughs> and which of course comes back to the gorn which is what does the Gorn do? The Gorn has two options in this in this matchup. One, basically launch plasma and hope to either um, get the timing right so they can get the plasma without without hitting a web Um. Or
0: yeah, it's going to come down to run and gun or, or bolting McBolterson.
2: Yeah, exactly that that was the, that was the second scenario, which is yeah, bolting That's the bolting right. the plasmas, basically acting as a poor man's Fed. Fo- uh, you know, and because obviously the big issue with the Gorn is plasma. If you try to do it like a Fed, you only got you you still require three turns versus the Fed only requiring two turns. So it makes it a little more difficult in in that case. Um, obviously, you can you can do a combination in that. I can see um, launching the the plasma Fs to at The very least um, have it so that the thawings might not be as gung ho about coming directly in on the Gorn. But and save save the S's for the for the bolting.
0: Yeah, the the problem, the problem with doing that is, is that if you're going to commit to a bolting game, then you and the Gorn's going to either have to run at high speed, to try to close the distance. And that has its own issues when what is it speed 13 or higher you you, you fly in the web you potentially take damage uh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. there's a speed I'd have issue to look there, it up. but um yeah there, it, it, I think it may be higher than that but the, the flip side of all that is that it's a timing issue too because the the web is not instant it has to solidify and right. usually you can react in that time and That's like true. go and, around
0: and you, it and you can
1: or straight yeah, the, the through fun, it before it, the thing before is
0: a high-speed gorn has turn mode issues they are not the most maneuverable vessels out there yeah. um so it, it's you know it's like the old joke is like oh, yeah. gordon the Gorn shipyards orient the, the, their battle cruisers in the shape and the direction of the enemy because you're not turning until you get to the next parsec <laughs>
2: Well, that's what they call the battle tugs yeah you know? it's called a
0: bathtub
2: yeah yeah, it's <laughs> a yeah
0: yeah but um the uh you know it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to, to 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 throw around with the uh the the thing is if you're gonna play the bolt game you do have a middle of the road option that gives you firepower on two of three turns. Mm. All right, you you go the, the on the turn immediately on the turn immediately after you you do a full bolt, you got nothing. But on the second turn after you can fast turn F and bolt your S's, mm-hmm. and the turn after that you can bolt your F's. Right, and you can turn around and well that drops you down to roughly 20 points of close range uh, attack power, Right. Um, it's, you know, you, you follow it up with a couple of phaser ones inside of range five. And it's uh, it's a pretty decent little uh, bread and butter attack that you just can't ignore. Mm-hmm. And you can't brick it up high enough to stop it, not without star castling. And that would give up the Neotholian's advantages. Right.
2: Agreed. Yeah, that was, that was the one thing That's that I was I was, okay. I was concerned about the, with, you know, with bolting and ex- with the S's and if you bolt them at the same time, which is, of course, the power drain to final on that final turn. You're going to have six points of energy that you need to do just for those S's. That's assuming you haven't, you haven't also, um, bolting the f's because you're trying to also reload the apps you can that's that's 12 points of power
0: <laughs>
2: on
1: one, on one turn
0: catch up with yeah. you yeah exactly
1: so which, which is that's <laughs> and if you're bolting them you're getting half damage in the room. right
0: that's true but that's, you're that's half the damage. Problem. Yeah.
1: and you're 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 just straight off
0: yep But one of the things the Gorn is, is one, known for, and two, really good for, is to get into a firing position at the very end of the turn. And then on impulse one, you've got EA to handle everything. Yeah, just turn around and you just stand and deliver. And then you just sit there until you can build your speed back up while you're reloading your (laughs) (laughs) torps.
2: Understood, understood.
0: Yeah, the, the it's one... probably one of the reasons why the Gorn Gorns are designed with a quadrant defense set, set up for the, their phaser arcs mm-hmm. is because they turn so slowly. Uh, it's hard to get most of the. There's no there's no real blind spot in the Gorn arcs like there are in some other some other designs. Like right. for example, the Federation, um, you get you no, know, you you get in towards the, not the line of hexes directly behind.
2: Right. But The
0: ship, but just to either side of it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a kind of a blind spot.
2: Agreed, agreed. Um, um, I the the one I that I I've never I I don't think I've even participated in because I'm of all the people that are online, I think I'm the one who plays it the ship the most, which is the the Seltorian, and I've I've. I don't think I've ever actually played against a, a Tholian. You know
0: how how ironic is that? Oh, I well, know,
2: I know. It's it's the one it, matchup. It's like ooh, that's, I would love to
1: have that. that's, but that's just the nature of it's just the nature of people picking tournament ships.
2: Right. Oh, understood. You know that you
1: is know, Tholian and Neo Tholian are not exactly among the top picks.
0: and for for very specific reasons um they require specialized knowledge that a great number of uh players never invest in because unless you're fighting a three-ring circus or a buzzsaw one one week you know one uh one scenario over spring break or something um most most players tend to not deal with that with web all that well Mm -hmm. because it is an added complication
2: oh understood understood yeah it's, it's bad enough dealing with cloaks you know especially running a running a cloak ship can be is a challenge all by itself in my mind just because of you have to, when you actually cloak your ship your first thought should be okay how long I get my butt out of the, you know, uncloak it and not get myself killed Uncloaking in the middle, uncloaking my ship.
0: That's why that's why for many years, the the, the tactic for the, the Romulan tournament players was um, start decloaking Wild Weasel. Mm-hmm. As soon as you're fully, fully phased in full alpha strike on the plasma, start cloaking out Wild Weasel again, you do it right you're never without the plus two shift. And it's about the only thing that keeps some of the, uh, some of the slow Romulan players from getting absolutely creamed when they decloak to, uh, to drop their, to, try, to drop their plasma. It is an interesting set of circumstances.
2: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I think
0: there were a couple, of, a couple of major uh, origins tournaments that were won using that tactic.
2: Mm-hmm. That would not surprise me. I'd have to I remember
0: reading about it in Captain's law oh, yeah. years ago.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd have to. It's been a it's been a while because I know um when they had the Gold hat tournament, I would I would read almost every single um, article when it comes to yeah what what they were playing. I I still remember Bill Scheller flying the Federation and him saying at the beginning of the article, "My tactic was this." Doing my best to get into range two where I had the best chance of hitting with all four photons. Yeah, he he would never, he would never go. Well, I can't say never because he actually did do it in, in one of the games, which is not the whole go to range eight, pray that it hits and run away.
1: Because
2: that,
1: yeah, the, that, that was the way bad. you got yourself killed. Oh, dude, I, I remember One Origins where the Fed tactic that won the tournament, the Gold Hat, was the dude was just running around with props, photons, and never slowing down. And he just whittled his opponent down over time.
0: That's playing the long game. But that, that's, that's like that, yep, that's that's the, the that's the federation version of the saber dance, and it takes a it takes a very special eye towards maneuver and tactics to make that
1: work. Right. But yeah, it's it's viable. Yeah, and it does. Yeah, it's very viable.
2: Oh yeah, at the same time, though so. there is a three-hour um, limit on games when it comes to gold hat. You know, See, the only, only like time, that, only time the that, 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 that time that 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 is uh, let let off that you know, you can fly more than three three hours is the finals. The finals, you have as may as much time as yeah. you need. I mean, yeah, I,
0: the I, last thing they want to do is it, is moment. set. Yeah, last thing you want to do is so is to adjudicate the match for the finals. So that's
1: that's a good way to get people screaming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I remember I remember Judy, I remember them adjudicating matches when they hit the three hour limit. And had I ran a tournament a where I had to do that once. a couple of times. And I just remember watching them do it fun. at Origins. Yep. I, I remember being subjected to that once. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fun. No. Hey it, and like,
0: there's a there's a reason why crap, there's now uh, I
1: gotta, yeah,
0: Yeah. there's a reason why the rules state that you can't, quote-unquote, get ahead on points and then break combat until time runs out.
2: Yeah. We. Have, I, oh, I still remember putting in those rules. Oh.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, I, I remember the player. Uh, yeah. Jason Gray. I remember <laughs> that guy.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when He's the name tr- is remembered for the reason... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. And realize something. He is currently online. Oh, no. Um, he's Australian and he actually, he um, he came in. I still remember the year he came in. He actually flew all the way from Australia. Um, and he made his yep. money using poker. That's how, that, that was his main source of income, was playing poker. And he was good at it. Um, but, um, yeah, because what he would do is he he would hit his, his opponent hard, and then like Star Castle. Not, you know, non-engagement. And that's when they had to come up with the rules when it comes to that you know, whole, whole situation. Because originally the rules didn't have them in it. No. Nope. Oh. Yeah. That was an awful thing. And when it comes to being a judge right here being because after i got my radius card i went okay i'm i'm good i'm good i, I got what i wanted to accomplish which was game over the ace card and at that after that i was a judge for the rest of it the rest of the time that, that we did had the gold hat tournament came to origin all that kind of thing so i volunteered all my time for adb now i can tell you that that None of the judges actually liked to adjudicate. Not a single one.
0: I didn't we, like doing it in the tournaments I ran.
2: Right. We we preferred to have this play it out, but there was a three hour limit. Yeah. And the tough part is here for us, the one key here, normally for us was talking to the players saying okay, what is your plan now the one of the important things was when you told us your plan was to actually um, know that you had contingency plans ie yep. oh if he does this I will do this so basically Tells us that you actually thought of what happens if this guy does this. Your opponent doesn't go along with the plan which you have specified. Say, oh, he's just going to come running right at me. Well, why would he do such a thing? You know, what happens if he runs away? What happens if he goes to the right, to the left? And we can't, and the thing is, as judges, we can't prompt the players to for that. We have nope. to let them tell, prompt, you know, Tell the story. Tell what tactics are, and so forth. And of course, the first thing is, of course, explain the key. Okay, this EA. What does it mean?
0: <laughs> well, in some cases, some EAs were pretty bad. And, and, oh gosh, uh, I still remember the the term. The last tournament I ran uh, it was first round. Uh, uh, the two players in question: one was brother-in-law, and the other was a friend and um he wasn't my brother-in-law yet um but they got into it and brother-in-law was playing the fed and the friend was playing the klingon the klingon had plotted his ea to drop from speed 28 to like speed 14 okay with like impulse 17 and it's like impulse 24 and he's still doing 28 charging down and drops four overloaded Disruptors, and so me and the other judge who was running the tournament going, um, yeah, I think we're going to call this one right now because the Klingon engineer is not allowed to do the power dance on the bridge during tournaments.
1: <laughs> he had literally,
0: he had literally spent almost eight points. He had he had moved almost eight points worth of power he didn't have right. when he dropped an alpha strike with four full, with four overloaded disruptors and a huge phaser phaser volley.
1: Mm hmm. And it was like, Oopsie.
0: yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that when you when you go, when you get to the point where you have to adjudicate the thing, the first thing you do is is you give a quick once over of both sets of EAs, because if somebody's made a, a boo boo like that, that could have been game changing. Well, oh, yeah. there's your answer right there. And you don't even have to explain why.
2: Oh, agreed. That, well, that that's the first thing you do. And, and actually, if you, if you read the, the module he rules assume you know, that's the first thing oh, you yeah. do is you
0: and actually the rules say not to ever explain why you do what you do is if you adjudicate somebody because that causes other issues but the thing right. is is that if you can point to something like your EA is faulty you spent more power than you actually had there's no coming back from that
2: oh agreed agreed and yeah and that's that's why the, the first thing you do is you 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 think you go through the EA and you go okay is this 100% valid and if there's questions yeah. have those questions answered because in some in some cases the the way the person annotated their EAs was not 100% clear
0: we had one guy that was really good at writing really really small and he would write Lots and lots of text in those EA boxes, and the problem was is that unless you got a magnifying glass out, nobody could read them, including him. So he could he could. We we never caught him. We never caught him, but we always wondered if he didn't smudge something here and there so he could he could change the story on what the annotation meant if it didn't go his way. This <laughs> was a slick one. Uh, Uh, that's one of the things i do like about the uh, about the online client is is that um, there is ample room to make whatever notes you need to make mm-hmm.
2: oh yes okay, i remember about that. which is you, you asked ask about having the ability to actually know what was what's a read only field what's a read write field then right you, when yeah.
0: when the field when, yeah when when a box locks it, it you know mm-hmm. change the color on it or something slightly so that you can tell oh I can't go back there and actually change this now I need to use a new notes field mm-hmm. or what have
2: you yeah yeah that most notes fields automatically lock you no know, actually actually I think all the notes fields actually lock because the whole idea of the notes fields down the down the bottom is that you annotate things yeah at, at the beginning. You know, okay, you might put down, okay, I'm I'm repairing this this box, or I'm, or whatever, in in those notes, and I want to make sure that you can't modify those. In the middle of the term. Now, obviously, you you can actually, it it locks at the time you submit your EA. So, in theory, you could submit the EA and then and then modify it later. So, there's only so much I can do when it comes (laughs) to keeping people honest. You know.
0: Well. The thing is, is that if you're going to spend, if you're going to spend that kind of effort into cheating in a game like this, what have you really won? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing at all. Yeah,
1: pretty much. You've won the annoyance of your I mean, uh, the uh, your opponent.
0: Okay, yeah, I can, say, I can say I beat so-and-so, but the thing is, I doubt I could do it twice, and I doubt I could do it on pencil and paper. So what's it really mean? It right. doesn't mean anything. And the thing yeah, is, is exactly that it. even like if you lose to, play, e, yeah, even if you lose yeah, to all, a gold all, hat all or a ace, and you learn time. something or have fun, then hell, you lost, or you still had fun. So you're you're positive on <laughs> points there.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, Agreed. So, yeah. Sorry for the that tangent. Was a trivia question for you, Paul. <laughs> Shoot. That's okay. This has been one long tangent. So, I got a trivia question for you, Paul. Shoot. Years ago, when we were at Grantville with uh, gamers, Mm -hmm. and we had some people running some SFB with miniatures, Mm. do you remember who that was? well or i actually top of your
2: head well i actually did some run run some games with miniatures um at one point because of i i sold my collection i call it my tournament collection which is all of the tournament ships well the, the standard tournament ships um as miniatures which i got which um, aaron staley actually painted them up for me um are you thinking uh, of someone who brought more than just, you know, some individual ships? No, like, Not like
1: really. A, I think it was just some individual ships, Okay, that, that, that probably was me may then. have had like a box or something with like them. I just remember there oh being like some mini setup for other games.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I just rem- I just remember when our group played with miniatures. Um. Oh, gosh, this would have been 90... 96, 97, maybe 98. You guys remember Micro Machines?
2: Yep. Well, the Micro Machines
0: released a set of of Paramount licensed um, ships and everybody in our local group bought the sets and we were using them to play with miniatures. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that in years. Mhm. <laughs> I remember yeah. one of our uh, one of our uh, better miniature painters had taken a uh, a Q-tip that was not your standard cosmetic Q-tip but this is really long large Q-tip that was made specifically for cleaning M16s that he had when he was in the Marines and um he um he, he he stretched the cotton out and then painted it up to look like a plasma torpedo. I mean, it was fun. Oh wow! Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that's pretty common. Yeah. I I've seen that done a lot. Um. So.
2: Yeah, I was, I was, I was hoping oh, that I had them up here, but I don't. Gamers. Yeah. What about gamers? Yeah. Speaking of gamers.
1: <laughs> you want to submit a list soon?
2: Hmm. Yes. Yes. Like fairly soon. Yes, because um, we're going to be uh, it's going to be in, in February. So, which is yeah, yeah. only four months away. So which
1: right. is only about
2: a few months away. Mm-hmm. We'll do. We'll
1: um, do. Yes, poke, poke, poke,
2: poke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we actually, It's going uh, to be flush, over. Flush, flush. Uh, it's going to be the, um, President's Day weekend.
1: Red Lion. President's Day weekend, 17th, 18th, 19th, I think it is in February. Mm -hmm. It's a Monday holiday. Right. And um, on on an interesting aside, just, you know, and I hope to remember to plug this part each time the hotel itself, the rooms will be sold out. But the meeting rooms will be available for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a uh, there's a, a, according to the guy that does the rental, there's a uh, a very large group that books the hotel solid, but they don't use the meeting rooms. And I yet to explain why, and I'm not going to try to figure that one out. But yeah. There it is. So if anybody wants to rent a room in the winter, you gotta get it now, or you're not getting it, and you're probably not gonna get it anyways if they've already booked it solid. So wow. there you go. But there's there's it's it's actually like there's at least one, two, there's like three or four hotels within like a minute drive
2: mm-hmm.
1: of that one. So. No, unless you're driving for six feet of snow, we should be okay.
2: Yeah, but I don't think we'll have six feet of snow because I'm sorry <laughs> It's February. Mm. I, yeah. what was it? Was it? Not this past, I think it's. Was, was it 2022?
1: If we have six feet of snow, I'm going to ask him to put cots out. Hmm. We'll <laughs> just like have a big old.
2: A big
1: old camp in, Yeah. <laughs> you, want to play you want to play for 24 hours?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the hotel will um
1: we'll,
2: well, we'll find some extra pillows here and some blankets.
1: No, 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 I think, yeah, I think they would be cool with
2: it. For oh, a- yeah. It was a lot of snow. Where well, we actually were snowed in, I think they'd say, we'll figure out something.
1: Yeah, here have some food too, because we pity you. Yeah. Huh? Yes, please.
0: Uh, that sounds that sounds like that sounds like that'd be a lot of
1: fun.
2: Yeah, probably probably would be.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm knocking wood, but we still haven't been snowed out yet.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, we had we had that one year. I think it was glad I don't want to say last year. Maybe this past year. the year before where we just got a little bit of snow so things were uh, kind of scary you know for me anyway
1: one of the times out at grantville we had one of the times at grantville we actually had a bunch of snow and one of the times at the moose lodge we Mm -hmm. had a good dumping of snow yeah But 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 neither of them was like enough to shut it down
2: Right, and and the fortunate part about it, it. that yeah, the good thing was that it, it didn't snow while it snowed beforehand, so they were able to clear you know clear the roads, so we were we were fine to get there. Because yeah, I, remember, I remember the Moose Lodge, and and having the big piles of snow.
1: <laughs>
2: Which was, was yeah. Right? yeah.
0: I saw a little hey, bit of that white burner. stuff earlier today, in Wyoming.
2: Mm-hmm. It's coming. Oh uh, yeah, is it is is El Nino? I think it is. Yeah,
0: they're, they're they're calling they're calling for a particularly miserable winter out this way. mm
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I I thought I saw something about California's supposed to get in the like next week or so, supposed to get a lot of rain. <laughs>
0: Somebody, I can't remember who, who was talking about it, but somebody was saying that they're, that some of the people at, um, at, uh, at the Caltrans folks are uh, preparing to get a winter like they had last year with a above-average snowpack that hangs around for a lot longer.
2: Well, that could be Actually, good, that could be bad.
0: It all just does depends, doesn't it? it do. Yeah. That's why we call it the weather, because we don't know whether it'll do it or not.
1: <laughs> Yar.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: I know it's about like the okay. old joke about why is why is the game called golf, and it's because explicative was already taken.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep,
2: yep, 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 yep. I oh, like that. that I, I agree. That That's a good one. That is a good one.
0: Yeah. Anybody who's ever tried to pick up that game, yeah. It's like, yeah. like, slice I've, it off into the woods and what do you say? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's another four-letter word that, that golf is not.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. And since we're trying to stay friendly. Family friendly. I'm dancing very hard, not to say it here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I don't want to get tagged by YouTube and go use a bad words. Like oh crap, damn. Okay, well, actually, with that, I think, guys, we will we will wrap it up for this evening. it seems like a good spot. <laughs> Every-
0: <laughs> it does it that, doesn't it?
2: Yes, it does. <laughs> so, Jeff, you stay safe out there and take care.
0: I'll do it. Good evening, everybody. Mm-hmm.
2: Doug, it's always wonderful right. <laughs> to have you around. And, of course, work on that cough.
1: Oh, thank you. Let me know when you want to pop up and talk about stuff for a while. Okay, we'll do. Drop me a message. Let me know when you want to come out. Will I'll do. be here. here, here.
2: I'm, I'm sure you will. Thank you. Okay, bye. So, that's uh, a nice little talk about certain tactics when it comes to the Gorn versus Dolian. You know, the didn't talk too much about the, the Klingon versus Zinni, but come on. It's, it's the classic um attack you know it's going to be somewhere between a saber dance and a knife fight between the two because that that's what you do in those two when you have two two, two ships fighting I def, the, as, I, as I said, the funny part I think about the tournament is that and actually here's another funny part it is possible that see uh Peter Bakiya Fought a Klingon on the first round it is possible that he might actually have to fight bill Scheller in the Klingon and the in the final so <laughs> there are a lot of repeats through this whole it could be so many repeats in the whole thing it's just crazy you know next one could be as I said it could be a going civil war it could be or oh, it could be a repeat for uh, Madman, which is gonna be fighting off another Gorn. You know, it can, it's, it's, it's gonna be crazy. So with that, I am Paul Franz and I bid you a good night. Okay, round two, name
1: something that's not boring.